nothing's working. Sarah, get closer to the mic. That's pretty much exactly what Chris's normal speaking voice sounds like. Who interrupted? I have to put on, like, a voice for the show. Oh. Someone else introduce the show. Who invited the pterodactyl? Welcome to KinkCast. What? (laughs) That was going to get cut. Who invited the pterodactyl? I made a sound. Oh! I tried to burp. (laughs) Okay. I thought that that was like a pun of some kind. Or like that was our new, like, that was our new openers. Who invited the pterodactyl? Welcome to KingCast. Yeah, that's every episode. It it is Sorry, I'll put it away. Are you rotating your fidget spinner on show? You cool kid. It's because there's burping going on. He's super There's something really funny about the word rotate. Today's fetish is... Rotate. uh, Fucking fidget spinners. (laughs) <laughs> fucking fidget spinners? Fucking fidget spinners. Wait, 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 I gotta go. Speaking of that, I <laughs> no. Uh, this is highbrow entertainment. It's Thank perfect. You, Dana. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I did just uh, see an ad for a pornographic video that was a girl that had a fidget spinner on the end of her dildo. But was she burping? Was Chris? she, like, keeping it going? Yeah, no, it was, like, in her, and the fidget spinner was on the end that was sticking out, and oh. it was spinning, yeah. Wait, 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 That's wait. Was it a relevant. suction cup model? Because that would be cheating. I don't know. <laughs> you weren't looking at it. I wasn't paying attention to the fidget spinner. <laughs> now, I was going to ask, what's the purpose of having a fidget spinner with a suction cup on it? But then I realized I actually don't care, and I want to introduce the show. No, I think it was the, the dildo. The dildo has. Oh, yeah. the dildo had a suction cup. Oh, that what makes did much I say? more sense. No, well, no you're, I, you're, I misunderstood you. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is KitCast. It is a sex-positive podcast that dissects a different fetish or alternative sexual lifestyle every week. I am Tommy. I want to go around the table and say something highbrow before we do an entire episode on burps. So, something highbrow. Um... Mozart, <laughs> right? I've been hearing a lot about him lately. So you're not just doing a quote or something. I was just going to do a quote. You could talk about it. Did you see it? I did see it. What? A, what a great one of the best horror movies of the last ten years, Chris. Oh, it was pretty good. It had a lot. Like, of the, I don't like it when Tommy does this. He pretends to be genuine. It had a lot of pitfalls. Why? Of modern why are filmmaking. we talking about it? Of, Nobody likes clowns. It, clowns. Is, no. Is it, it highbrow? It, compared to like other things, you know, compared to most, the uh, does float. We all they float. all float. We all belch down here. Sarah, say something highbrow. Um, you got this. Cambazola. I don't even know what that means. It's a cheese. Oh wow! I it the first cheese they sell at the cheese shop. Oh, that I, I thought could it was a camp. Of. Yeah, I, I honestly like assumed it was camp. Camp Bazola. Yeah. I would go to that camp. Uh, Salute your shorts. That's that's your highbrow quote. Oh no, I'm <laughs> sorry. I was punch? thinking about I was thinking about camps. Oh, like summer camps. Hey, if we're gonna talk about camp, I'll just I'll just go to um, a Kiki Boots musical. It's very campy. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. So mine was a quote from BoJack Horseman, which is surprisingly highbrow. Eyebrows? Highbrow. Eyebrows? Highbrow. Eyebrows. If you just pretend to be happy long enough, you'll forget that you're pretending. I mean, that's an idea that's been around for a minute. That's good. That's a nice good one. Until you make it. Exactly. Today's topic is burping. You know, the the belch, the noise of expelling gas from a face. That's, uh, (laughs) I wrote it down in my notes as a foot fetish, but a sound from a mouth. This is going to be a gross episode for this people to listen to. This is going to be an episode, but we don't kink shame, which is my disclaimer. We are sex positive. 
some stuff is going to make us laugh. Some stuff is going to be so ridiculous that we're going to have weird uh, objections to it. But we don't think anything is wrong as long as safety, consent, and sanity are respected. And so let's go into this with an open mind. I think this is going to be one of the funnest episodes because, frankly, I don't feel uncomfortable participating in this fetish with all of you. I... I'm just burping and drinking soda and burping. Man, I didn't want to, like, get into this, like, this early, but, like... Dude, you know, like, bro, like, we all grow up different ways. Yeah. And, like, some of us, like, pee-pee-poo-poo stuff, like, we can joke about it. But, like, uh, I don't know, pee-pee-poo-poo stuff may be kind of uncomfortable. And burping fits right in to the scientific label of pee-pee-poo-poo stuff. No, it doesn't. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's gross. It's just kind of like a non-thing. Mm-hmm. Pee-pee-poo-poo. <laughs> Pee-pee-poo-poo, <laughs> okay. burp, burp, fart, fart. Wow, I don't think it's going to be a particularly <laughs> funny episode, if that's what you mean. It's an episode all about burps. How can it not be funny? I think it's hilarious. All right. I don't know. We're diving right in. So, a person who th- is sexually attracted to burps, we can guess that they are sexually attracted to the act of it? burping. It's pretty much that straight up. What? Is there a word for it? Yeah, there Actually, are other words for it. Oh, I was going to say, I don't know that it is that straight up, but maybe let's talk about other words for it first. I don't know. Did anyone find Ophelia for it? I didn't. I didn't. Not Ophelia, but I mean, I, I think it's less about the the act of burping and more about the sound of the burp. Yeah, but I think that... Ooh, I found different stuff. Oh, let's really? discuss. It's okay. different for different fetishes because the way I looked at it is unlike a foot fetish, which is just an attraction to a foot, a burp fetish is kind of like a detail that belongs to other fetishes and like it could be a not, symptom is kind of a, a mean word. I don't mean it like that, but, but a symptom of a voyeur fetish where you like to be sneaking up on people. You like to be involved in their lives that you knowing, or it could be BDSM, which burping is a way of shaming a person where you are dominant. And so you will burp on a person to show them that they're meaningless. So or, maybe that'll be where our research will differ. Cause I found, you know, that, it, it being more about the noise than the act mm-hmm. to be the case with people who were or it could also attracted be, uh, to burping, not uh, burping as a side effect. Yeah. yeah. It could be like a form of uh, just comfort. It's like usually bodily functions or something you hide from a significant other right. until like yeah. you're comfortable around each other. And, you know, burping is one of those things that is right. you generally hidden in polite society. Yeah. It's always like cover your mouth and say, excuse me. Or, well, I was thinking know. about origins and like, okay, so a lot of origins, you know, that we've talked about, like different kinds of fetishes and things sometimes start in like junior high. And it made me think of like some experiences that I know I had in junior high where like guys would drink, you know, sodas at lunch or whatever. And then see who could have like the mo- most massively masculine, you know, deep growling, you know, burp. Or whatever, and that was like a contest thing. So, like, whenever a girl would show up and come and burp in front of them, and then like outdo some of them, it was like, whoa, mad respect because that was an impressive burp, right? And, and I'm curious, the lady. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious if this is a thing where this kind of could get started because it's kind of a, I don't know, it's kind of a dumb thing. It's kind of a gross body thing, but it's also kind of a dude. Wow, like that's impressive. Well, I think it's a. Uh, you go. <laughs> I think it's along the same lines of it being a turn on watching a girl like shotgun a beer. Yeah. Or like, you know, throw a yeah. knife or whatever. Because we're all like a tomboy. 
Yeah. We all like yeah, a tomboy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought this was uh, similar to a foot fetish again in the sense that it's kind of juvenile. Yeah. Like it's this thing that harbors from like middle school or elementary of, you know, when when you're a kid, your feet are a much bigger deal to you than when you become an adult. Like your feet are this thing you're curious about. And just like that burping is, is very juvenile. It's something that your life is a little bit more focused on. Like as, as an adult working a grown up job and driving on highways, burping is like 0.015% of like where my mind goes to. But when you're like seven or 12, it could be like a full like three or four percent. <laughs> you think about burping yeah. a lot of the time. One, you usually laugh afterwards because it's funny or like it's like if somebody toots. It's, it's, it's a communal it's, thing. It's, it's like, like how ha, you ha, establish it. Yeah. You burped. Ha ha ha. That's funny. But like, there's never really. Well, I guess maybe that's not true. There's never really like a super negative connotation with the fact that someone would burp or fart, I guess. I think so. I mean, that was one of the products. The one thing I wanted to go into is that. Um, I mean, some people, I have known people in couples who are like, you will never fucking do this in Yeah, as me. I started saying that, I was thinking of it as a playful thing, and then I realized it really can be shameful for some people in a lot of well, situations. Well, just, just as this is like kind of a, an oddball fetish, it's also one of the biggest turnoffs for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I'm neutral to this. But I can imagine people I've talked to, and then I, I've looked, seen some interviews. I remember there's a reality television show. I think it was The Bachelor. And one of the girls burped all the time. It was a girl on The Bachelor who burped all the time. And nice. it was like it was like a deal. Because, like, The Bachelor was like, she can't do that in front of me. She's not allowed to do that in wow. front of me. My <laughs> boner goes flaccid when I hear a girl burp. Sounds My like a girl issue. <laughs> Every everybody's body makes noises. It's it's you a thing you either embrace or you're just I don't know. Money can't burp. Silly. <laughs> and so, I love money more than anything. So does that kind of maybe address maybe a little bit of the possible, you know, inception of of, of burping like as a as a fetish? Maybe that's we'll like discuss. a tile kind of thing. Yeah, because yeah. I mean like. The human body is a grody thing. And yeah. so, like, long before you, you're attracted to other bodies, it's just this gross mass of stuff. Kind of like a bird, you know? Before you're sexually attracted to bodies, it's just a gross thing. Before puberty, yeah. you're really just a burp. You're just a burp. And it's one, also... I witnessed the birth of a baby this past weekend. It's just, it's just a burp. A burp. Oh but uh, the burp is also, like, in media, is, uh, like, meant to signify, like, a blue-collar kind of guy, too. Yes. Like... High class people don't burp. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's also supposed to like bond you with characters too. Yeah, like Homer burps all the time. Yes. Uh, what's his face? His friend. Um, like Barney hot Gumbel. chicks who Barney. are supposed to be relatable. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, oh, it's, I'm sitting in as one of the guys. Yeah, burp. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, I was I was kind of interested. Um, I found one one quote in kind of like a, a group um, source thing on like a a fetish website about burping that just said, um, I love receiving belching because it's such a taboo masculine thing that is really looked down on in public. My ideal partner would pleasure me in bed, but also tease me in public. It would drive me nuts if they randomly belched loud in a public space and acted like it was normal. I literally want to fuck them right then, but I'd also be really embarrassed. So I think it's like kind of a, I don't know. That happened that to me once. Or a girl? Uh, I could not tell. That happened to me once, and I was not sexually aroused. I went to Chili's with two girls, 
And they kept burping as loud as they could to try and get people in the restaurant to blame it on me. And I turned very red and I was very upset. Well, that's very different than someone just burping. <laughs> Tommy is not blue collar. I am uh, not Homer Simpson. Ladies, this is inappropriate. For I am a proper chilies. <laughs> I am a proper lady. I will be respected as such. This is a highbrow establishment. I want my chicken fritters. I came here to eat crispy, crispers and talk about politics with my cohorts, not to be belched upon. Garçon, garçon! Did you go to the table over there and let them know that that was not me? Please? Impolite. Excuse me, everyone, attention, that was not me. <laughs> Imposture! Oh, he gets, gets the glass and does the whole... <laughs> everyone! Sorry to, to, to derail you. Is this, so uh, what I'm imagining here is I'm heteronormalizing it, assuming that this is a female who wants to fuck a dude who's embarrassing her. Throats. We don't know. It was but it could be the other way, or um, it could it be a game. It was kind of an anonymous... Uh, response to a post about what's so intriguing or what turns you on about belching or burping. Irrelevant. Um, yeah. Another one that I found was... True. Um, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Another one was from a guy. This is definitely from a guy. And it said, for me, I like it because I get fixated on a woman losing control. I like the idea of a burp building up inside the inevitability that it will have to come out and the final release of it. Her relief turns me on, but also her discomfort beforehand, her surprise as it happens, and her embarrassment afterwards. That one wasn't cute. The other one was cute. That one kind of made me uncomfortable. Well, it's, I mean, it makes sense. It's kind of almost very, like, if you were to read that and be like, oh, that's also kind of like how an orgasm happens, right? Yeah. Like, it kind of builds up inside and it's going to happen at some point. It's almost like inevitable. And then at some point it happens and it's. So, I mean, as much as this fits into different fetishes, the distinct line between it is whether it's the physical process or the social process. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I, I'm sure that, you know, you could split people with this fetish right down the middle of people who just care about the burp. They just want the burp. Give me the burp. And then the people who assimilated burp and then the following embarrassment and the reaction from people that's where everything comes from and those are probably the people who fall into other like subcategories more so true like those are the people the social who aspects. are into it for yeah the social aspects because if, if there weren't social aspects you know related to burping if it didn't mean anything if this was a culture where it was just like a sneeze where it doesn't really mean as much mm-hmm. um you wouldn't see it being played in bdsm right because it's supposed to be shameful to be you know belched upon but that by your dominant that quote in particular makes me think of like the other bodily function fetishes, mm-hmm. like right, poopy, but, but specifically yeah. orgasms. The fact that it's so so easily correlated, and it sounds like in description by this person, almost exactly the same way that an orgasm would. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can see. Okay, these things are very orgasm like. But that quote exactly, I could see. Like if someone had told me that that was a quote about uh, like water play or something, mm-hmm. yeah. I, that it would have made perfect sense for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess the, the reason that I had a more negative reaction to it is um, without trying to kink, to kink shame in any way, there's something weird to me about being more attracted to the process right. in a sense that it's kind of detached from the partner. And so that detachment from the partner seems, at least in comparison to being attracted to the social aspect of it, mm-hmm. is... Uh, distant 
Well, I think that's what fantasy is. Yeah. And I also think that there's something about it that, you know, you can trust your partner with this thing that is so socially taboo that you're not supposed to enjoy doing. But, you know, you know that you can trust that person to be judgment-free with you. And I think that's pretty intimate. Yeah, it's and like sexy. accepting your partner as a whole, as a gross human being. But part of the fantasy as well is violation. I mean, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's plenty of people who the idea and that goes back to the quote you read last as well, is that it's somewhat out of their control. So it's not about establishing trust. It's not about establishing comfort. It's not about establishing intimacy. It's about in some way, it's almost like being a peeping Tom in a way. But it's like BDSM. All of those things have to be there before you can start to explore that with your partner. You have to have trust and, and you have to, you know, have no judgment before you can even start to talk about relinquishing that kind of control with someone. I'm just being the devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's a control thing. Mainly like you lose control. Like your body takes over in a, in a burp, you know, kind of situation as well as in a sexual one. I don't know. Perhaps those things correlate pretty easily. Another, I will share it with you one more. Um, this is from a woman who likes men that burp. Uh, she says, I want a man to burp all over me, especially while going down on me. The best fantasy I can think of right now would be a man sinking his burps with thrusts uh, during sex, preferably, pre- preferably from behind, uh, so they are right on my neck. I would go crazy. I also love burp kissing. So there's a whole other thing about people that are um, like burping right uh right before a kiss or like to get kissed like after a fresh burp that's kind of a neat thing too but i don't that's know a mustache I, this, ride, I wouldn't want to go I wonder if that's more about the physical sensation of like yeah. the air on your body it's possible but Does i thought that burp? was kind of an interesting description it's also like something like primal about it it's yeah it's like does a burp feel different than an exhale or a sneeze or a cough? Probably yeah. would on your vagina. Yeah, and it smells different, and it's. I mean, think about the way the air, that, uh, like the temperature, would be different as well. Think about the way that uh, Barney's lips flap when he burps into the Simpsons. And it's all squiggly lines. It's yeah. an it's an intense <laughs> it's a vibration. Think that, that, you want to get like some good guy. head, you just got to stuff them full I of mean, bunch of air. If somebody was really turned on by Rick from Rick and Morty. Like, uh, yeah, sure burp people, on me, Rick. Yeah, I bet <laughs> like, there are people out there like that. Um, I think, I mean, it wouldn't be a sensation I would say no to. It would be interesting to know what that's like because he's like a proper burper. So, I don't know. I just, you know. Strong and reverberating. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a, almost like a growl. Like, I feel like. We can't growl. I mean, oh, but this is this brings us back to how it's animalistic and how a huge part of sex is the intersection of the rational mind and the irrational monkey brain. And burping is very much a kind of a monkey brain thing because if we ever had a dog, which this is something I've never brought up before, not to get all bestiality on everybody, but like, do you think that when we're growing up as like kids and our sexual identity is being formed, do you think having a dog or a cat or no pet influences your sexuality? Because I just had the thought, like, burping is kind of like a doggy thing. Dogs are innocent. I don't think so. I know I had at least a few friends that would, like, practice kissing on their dogs. <laughs> <laughs> at least, y'all didn't know anyone who practiced kissing on their dogs? I know. I had one friend who, like, saved, rescued a stray, and then her dog, like, was trying to, like, hump all over it while, like, the stray was like staying with her and we were like, Ooh, what's happening? Well, humping is also a show of 
dominance in the doggy community. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that's it's also true. where like a lot of kids in, like encounter humping for the first time is from a yeah. dog. And then um, I know for a fact that a lot of uh, folks with violent tendencies towards women. They have a uh, violent action towards cats in their childhood. Yeah, well, they have violent tendencies towards all animals, animals in general. Start. But I think there have been three or four reported cases of like serial killers of women who um, fucking love killing cats. I think it's yeah, more like than that. Luca Margiata. I was learning about him today. The Mad Burper. I have no idea who Luca Margiata is. <laughs> he, he, he burped. Killed a bunch of kittens and then he killed a man and then had sex with them. And oh after he decapitated him. Wow. Well, that. That's not relevant. Y'all keep accidentally dragging me down like true crime rabbit holes on these episodes. Did he have sex with a cat? So burping. Did he, he have just sex with a bags. But I think, I mean, like burping in terms of like a fetish is not, I don't know. It's not like a gateway kind of like no. scary fetish. No, it's I just so. First thing know, is we'll prom night and you're it, asking but... your prom date to burp. And the next thing you know, you are strung out on skid row, begging every passerby for a yep. burp in the face. It definitely <laughs> did seem like most of the people that were talking about this community thought it was a very positive, judgment-free mm-hmm. place. It's innocuous. What did you find? Because that was pretty much like my findings is that it was mainly about uh, the act itself, the feeling, the bodily function of the burp itself that was turning people on and the interaction with how that felt. Um, so what about... While you look, I yeah, I remember because as always, I go and be an ambassador to Pornhub every day before I uh, come into this show. Here's your opportunity for a joke, Chris. Every episode. You made it. Not this week? Okay. You good. already made it. You're an ambassador to Pornhub every yes. day. Uh, it was some of the most innocent pornography I've watched. You know, because like a lot of the Sonic the Hedgehog stuff had this like weird like kitty quality to it that I didn't like. This was just adult women, usually fully clothed. Mm-hmm. Hanging out around the house. I didn't even burping. get onto any porn websites. I just mainly saw YouTube videos. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if there was anything you could export on YouTube, that had to go to Pornhub. But I'm sure it was some of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Just because, really, I mean, it's... YouTube probably pays better ad revenue. It's, it's just an innocuous, like, cutesy foreplay kind of thing. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I was curious if, if a lot of times whenever it's women that are burping... Is it sometimes women that are doing like the childlike little <laughs> like thing, like ooh? It was goodness. a lot like, of the time, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of that kind of child play, not child, child play. Is that a thing? Oh. I know it's like um, there's a term for it, like infantilism or something. That, but I, um, I would see that as almost like a high high class woman being brought down to like blue collar level, where it's like, oh, the impropriety. <laughs> <laughs> What? I'm a human being? I I burped. Excuse me, sir. Right. Like, I don't know. I just, I'm curious about that aspect. And even when it wasn't like that, a lot of it was just girls talking in very shrill voices. And Mm -hmm. I was just thinking I was going to have a soda, Mm -hmm. and I thought I would come on here and burp for you, because I love to. Yeah, when I I watched these videos, there was a surprising lot of them that were just um, simulated conversation, Mm -hmm. which I've seen that before a little bit with some of the stuff we covered. I think there's a tentacle one like that. Where it's just like, it's a POV shot of you talking to someone, and they're simulating your responses. And I think I think there were about two of those for the yeah, movie. I, uh, so it was just a, you were sitting on a couch with a girl, and she was like talking to you about it. Yeah. I, I, I have seen a video of a, uh, a woman that does a uh, Harley Quinn cosplay. Except, like, she does it like you're Batman and you've been captured by Harley Quinn. It's not burps, it's farts. Oh. But, uh, 
she's like, oh, I've got you, Batman. And then goes and like farts on him. It's like, oh, oops, sorry. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Dr. Mr. I want to throw in my safe word for the show and say that I'm uncomfortable. Specifically with Chris doing the voice. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you the video. It's just, it's yeah, just me. Was originally, love it. It's no. just me and Harley Quinn. <laughs> I really yeah. just want to see Chris in a Harley Quinn costume, like with, with pigtails and beard and, and farting on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Batman, no less. We, actual we got, Batman. We, we got you, bats. <laughs> oh boy! Once again, we've strayed from burping. I mean, only, only a little, little bit. bit. Only like two or three feet. It's <laughs> <laughs> both in the mouth, the asshole. <laughs> Same thing, more or less. No, there's totally different connotations. Burping is kind of like cute and like more okay in public than farting is. I feel like it's the, it's the, uh, it's, um, it's like a beer versus like a shot of Everclear. Yeah. It's a more intense version of the other. And I'm sure they find all the same connotations. Yeah, but farting smells stinky. Burps smell smell pretty fucking stinky. Ah, you just yeah, had a soda. Bread. Well, yeah, that's true. Good oral health is important. But, uh, you no, know, I, I feel like it's very similar to, at least to my hypothesis for this, where it's like, it's just someone that is going against the cultural norm, where it's like, oh, this is an acceptable and polite society, but mm-hmm. you're doing it anyway. Well, we've how included. transgressive, how rebellious, yeah. how turned on am I by the fact that you did this thing that's challenging the acceptable notions of propriety. And it kind of is like, it's showing that, oh, you you have an animal nature. You There is a sexual nature to you that you are keeping hidden as well. Mm-hmm. You're like a doggy. A stinky doggy. What about dogs? <laughs> yeah, what? She was making a super. I don't know why I associate dogs with burping. I can't even tell you why I do. I just do. Dogs rarely burp. Because they're stinky. I thought dogs burp. I've seen a dog burp. I've seen dogs burp, but I remember we had a dog that burped all the time. Burped. It was the burpiest dog on the earth. <laughs> they yawn. They yeah, yawn. They yawn. Well, I love it when they yawn. Specifically for this episode, we're talking about burping humans. I think. Um, <laughs> Burping dogs. I mean, I already said this could fit into other fetishes. It could fit into bestiality. We're also, so we talked a lot about like burping after food or drink, but one of the other things that I actually saw ads for were people willing to pay for people to burp into one another's mouths. You know? What are your thoughts on that? I, uh, you know, honestly, like gun to my head, I'd do that long before. Well, I'm incapable of burping. I actually don't. Me and then oh, my middle school. Song. No, 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 as I said, I am I, incapable I, of burping. I mean, it was the ladies. I make the same joke about shitting, but like, yeah, I actually do that. I actually, like roses I actually cannot burp unless I'm vomiting. That's the only time I've ever burped. Uh, where was I? I was going somewhere with this. Where was I going? Yeah, burping someone else's mouth. I think I'd be into that long before water play or like a picture of Amy Rose inflated like a balloon like i mean it's something that is not terrible i'm pretty sure i probably have burped into a partner's mouth before oh i i definitely have like is this a normal thing i've missed out on yeah drunk like doing it like drunk just like you know i know there are some people that like if you have a really great orgasm sometimes that can bring about a burp it's just a release (laughs) that's all it is you're just expelling air with no vowels (laughs) 
shaking out all the contents and now here comes the burp like i don't know i mean essentially like having sex is just carbonating another person you're just rattled and then you're shaking them up like a spray paint pan especially if you've been like drinking beer or something then it's like you get all shook up you get shook and then you, you're you're with your partner and you're you're shaking them and then they burp and you have a sexual awakening. <gasps> that was a nice that the, sound. The, all the parties like, that that's happened with me with this like it's been an accident and then we just like laugh. Just yeah, that's that's the normal human being reaction. It's only a small part of the population that's probably like, oh, that makes me harder. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. I feel like that noise is kink shaming. It's I've not kink shaming. I've, no, I've always thought that. I don't want to bring that into the show. No, that's the noise he makes. Yeah, that's no, his but own, own don't noise. kink shame me, Tommy. <laughs> I'm accusing you of Just kink shame. Just because you can't burp doesn't mean the rest of us can't. <laughs> <laughs> We're humans, damn it. <laughs> it's just, I'm intimate with a partner finally. I'm ready to like settle down and be with someone, and they reveal that like that's their big fetish, and I have to be like, oh, well, I'm sorry to let you down. But... <laughs> don't listen to episode I... ten of Kink Cast. Yes, I don't. Don't, burp. don't don't worry. I've got a backlog of, you, of YouTube and you porn videos you can watch all day. <laughs> Spider Man burping. <laughs> Someone trapped in his web. <laughs> oh, sex is a weird thing. No, not kink shame intended. It's just, sex is a weird thing. Oh, think about the whole. Sex burping. is expansive. Ooh, I like that word. It's vast. <laughs> Anything could it's be sex enlightening. If you I can't stop thinking about fizzy lifting drinks <laughs> from Charlie uh, Willy Wonka. And the yeah, Factory. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Was it in Charlie and the Chocolate? Factory? It was in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, was it wasn't uh, in both, is what I was asking. Yeah, yeah. It was wasn't it? I don't think it was no, in both. it was the old one, not the new That's one. That's a pretty lousy part to leave out of that movie, in my opinion. Yeah, they put in the stupid <laughs> squirrels, but. Yeah, fuck those squirrels. I don't remember Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Johnny. Depp I just remember it. that Johnny Depp's dad was a dentist. I remember so that he too. Had a candy Ooh, he was the really creepy though thing. Then Johnny Depp. Man, I really want to find Johnny your, Depp is a great actor. Your role yeah. play website, uh, Chris. Yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> um, Make my dreams come into, true. Let's not get into Johnny Depp fetishes because I'm I'm on that train. I'm totally on that Especially train. Especially from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No, that's probably one of the lesser ones. You don't like those yeah. goggles? Um, no. And also, his creepy freaking smile. It's um, also sort of a five children in a very creepy factory, so I feel like it's going to venture into some weird territory. Although, as long as we're talking about it... Um, those goggles is what he wears. I, I recall that the, the blueberry scene is a big part of what launched the inflation fetish. Oh, I the, fully believe that. The inflation that. folks, they love that scene of a small child being inflated into a yeah. giant blueberry. You're so, yeah, violent, you don't have to say small child. Oh, I don't need to clarify that this pr- uh, progenitor that of a is, sexual fetish is a child? That is kink shaming. Uh, I guess it's kink shaming towards people sexually attracted to children who I don't mind kink shaming. But. So, can we take a little break? I think this would be a perfect opportunity to actually mention one of our other podcasts. Yes, it would. I'm not going to... Yeah. B-Movie Deathmatch. Actually, I was going to talk about Festicast because oh. on Festicast, I was talking about this the other day. There needs to be a DJ Lollipapa who only re- remixes songs from uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And like when he drops the bass, it goes like, Augustus gloop, 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 gloop. That's just shots. Um, yeah. 
But it's good. <laughs> exactly. Now you're on board with me, and it's fantastic. And I can see them doing that, and then like, then like a sound bite of like, you're turning violet, violet, gloop, 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 gloop. Anyways, I think I have Dana a whole just wants idea. To be a DJ. Um, I really I think do. You make that happen. What were those I other have, DJ names that you come up with every episode? I, I have one for every single episode. Um, anyways. DJ Burpees. Not the workout. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> it's in <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, it's, We have it's, DJ Burpees here. Wait, which one? <laughs> no. The fitness trainer or the one who belches on to the mic? <laughs> well, it's, Both. I, just thought, I just thought it was hilarious that we ended up talking about Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory in like both of the podcasts that I've been on recently. I think so you I just, just have Willy Wonka it. on the brain. Yeah. I do, and I've also been on a chocolate frenzy the past couple of weeks. Uh, stress and chocolate are my best friends. Um, so, yeah, anyways. Um, but, yeah, so Festacast, if you like um, EDM music, talking about DJs, being really funny and playing games with um, up-and-coming DJs um, in the DFW area, we're a great hub to keep you informed on all things EDM in this area and then also um, all over the U.S. We track and um, uh, discuss different festivals um, that happen all over. So um, definitely check us out. Hooray! So... Normal transition. <laughs> natural transition. Back to burping. Sex workers. Okay. Uh, thank you. Um, I really didn't get any kind of perspective on this other than the one friend that I got one quote from. But um, well, that's I someone you actually know well. It is. Yeah. Um, I actually lived with her at the time that she was doing this. So I have um, a friend who um, is a webcam model um, on the websites she goes by flora rose um so flora was um a few years ago she was working for uh my free cams and she was making the majority of her income just from going on private chats with men usually with her clothes on and burping she was just a petite little blonde girl and she could pull out the nastiest manliest burps I've ever heard in my life. Because some people can do it on command. And apparently there is a huge market for that. So I was just asking her a little bit about like the kind of guys that uh, usually would approach her about this and how they would approach her. Um, And she said that it was usually older, nerdy looking dudes. They were usually clean cut. They looked like dads. Um, They would always joke about it in public chat. And then in private shows, they would just want her to burp and the nastier it would sound. That was how they would determine how much to tip her. Um, I asked her if it usually seemed uh, more playful or if it was overtly sexual. And she said it was always very sexual the way that she was approached by them. Hmm. Although I'm sure that people who are reaching out for any fetish through a webcam are going to be more interested in the execution of the fetish rather than the social aspect of it. Right. And I'm sure that also probably um, is a big part of the kinds of men that we're talking to her too. The kinds of men that are on my free cams chat rooms. Yeah. It's more like those kind of men more than it is burp fetishists. Right. But you know, as it is probably a tenement of this show, it's probably one of our 10 commandments at this point. There's no type of person interested in anything. You can't, you can't honestly say that foot fetishists are a certain kind of person because it's, you know, it runs a wide gamut. Right. And I'm sure anyone can be into this in any different way. I was just trying to collect information about her own experience. Well, that's neat that we actually got to, like, get info from somebody who does it 
mm-hmm. from the other side of like, okay, I get paid to do this. This is what people want. Living um, with her, I didn't talk to her about it much, but it de- it never. I never got the impression that uh, it seemed like it made her uncomfortable at all. Did you ever like wake up at one in the morning, like you couldn't sleep because there was a weird sound coming from the other room, and then you realized that there was like a show going on? No, so she would just... usually just do it throughout the day. Sometimes we would do it together. Oh, that's fun. It was actually a lot of fun because that's a, another good way to make money is having two girls when you open up a chat room. And you don't have to do nudity. No. Nope. You know, there's no pressure to do nudity. You just have to, you just got to burp. No, and she often did not have to. Wow. That's impressive. Okay. She made so- more money than I did taking my clothes off, so. <laughs> so what other kind of... um Aspects of burping do we still want to discuss? I think we've really gone over just about everything in the sense that, to, just to, to recap real quick, voyeurism, it's the idea of invading someone's privacy. Intimacy, it's the idea of accelerating to a level of intimacy where you are one-on-one with a person to a point you'd be comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's animalistic for some folks. It's funny, and there's an intersection of humor and sex for some people. Yes. And I did just want to touch really quickly, uh, because we never actually got to it, on uh, the theory that a lot of people um, just hearing the sound of a burp triggers the same physical response that hearing like a moan Mm -hmm. um, or like sexy music would. Yeah, which could fit in any one of these. Right. Uh, And then there was infantilism, infantilism, Uh which is the idea of... um, Making your partner seem younger or innocent. Right. Not necessarily. Them like their mother would. Yeah, yeah. Not even in like an inappropriate way. Just the idea of, of innocence in, in a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, it fits into vor, which I recall this from the times we've gone through DeviantArt. There's a lot of the weird consumption fetishes. They're going to have burping as like the last frame of the comic on eating somebody. Mm-hmm. And inflation fetishes as well. So it's it's multi-purpose. It fits into a lot of things that really is the conclusion, more or less, which leads us to our final two segments. Cool. If we're all good to move on to those. Yes, we are. The penultimate, Dana's product corner. Ooh-hoo. Although I want to start that one off because having watched a good 30 minutes of these videos today... I think Pepsi sponsors Pepsi, this. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure Pepsi sponsors it because it was always Pepsi. <laughs> that was they a Sprite once, but it was yes. usually Pepsi. Wow. See, that was one thing I tried to Google was what what uh, soda or like drink would make you burp the most. I would go with just straight carbonated water because it keeps you hydrated too. <laughs> I did see um, an AMA of someone talking about their burping fetish and someone asked what they wanted their partner to drink to use to burp and they said carbonated water. I think there's also just methods for swallowing. Air, I think that's there a, is. Uh, that's just a, a, that's a technique that yeah, uncles I mean, roll over how, teach their nieces and nephews. That's yeah. how you force yourself to burp. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's all Flora did. I don't think she would ever drink Ugh. anything. <laughs> I know that Topa Chico works Hi, great bro. for me, especially when I'm trying to teach a class. <laughs> um, so, but um, here are some general tips to help you burp um, that I found. Build up gas pressure in your stomach by drinking. Drink a carbonated beverage such as sparkling water or soda very quickly. Um, that'll build up gas pressure in your stomach. Is there an uh, official can- product? Like, is there a company that boasts themselves as like, this is the burp mm-hmm. fetishist drink? Oh, I was joking. Uh, no, uh, no. Uh, but there is, <laughs> there is belch powder. Um, if you, it's a certain kind of powder. If you mix it in with a drink or something and drink it, it will make you burp lots. <gasps> um, and it's available for $7 online. I see, lifting drinks. Yeah. <laughs> I see the face that you are making and no, sir. 
No, no sir. Coke and Mentos. Oh. Yeah, that too. Or pop That's not what I thought you were going for. I thought you were going to make it a snack of the week for another podcast. Or and you were going to, <laughs> you're going to buy bourbon powder and poison us. Or you can take antacids is what I saw. So, um, yeah, there's actually belch, belch powder that you can take that will help you burp. Do lots and lots of burping, um, which I think was hilarious. I thought antacids suppressed burps. <sighs> I think that's good. It's into like the chemistry of like how the acids in our stomach work, and we're not that kind of science. Okay. If we're even science to begin with, we're not that kind well, of science. Pesto bismol like settles your stomach, right? but yeah, oh. it, it manages. I don't know. I guess it. I don't know. It's it's complicated. Uh, aren't there? Um, need a chemist. Aren't there like weird? Weird. Relative terms. Sorry. Aren't there BDSM masks that are supposed to encourage, like, the different kinds of, like, shaming? Or are those just, like, the gross, like, farty masks, which are seen? You can just get a Ziploc bag. Yeah, but you want it to, like, be decorative and kind of look like something that, like, a Nazi would wear. Oh, well, then like a gas a mask? On it? Yes. Oh, I don't we know. just, like, burp into a gas mask. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry I interrupted oh, with nonsense, with utter nonsense. <laughs> Absolutely. Just I know that's all here. I'm good for. Just get out of here. Be careful. He's going to be calling the uh, calling the waiter over again. <laughs> so we didn't do like a thing at the very beginning. We're like, I don't know if you were a belch, a belch, what kind of belch would you be? I, I don't know. I don't know we what I'd be. I guess if, if I was like any kind, if I was a belch, if Tommy was a belch, I would be the very first like post dry heaving belch when you've been throwing up after drinking nothing but fireball and nachos <laughs> and so like your lips burn from regurgitating spicy stuff you're hovered over your toilet and your forearms are in like the weird piss syrup of a college house with pubic hair going all over you and you're throwing up you're throwing up you're throwing up and then you dry heave you dry heave you dry heave and then you send a Snapchat of yourself to your best friend with your face all swollen and throw uppy, and it's like wild night. And then like you burp a little bit, and then you pass out on the toilet with your face in the piss syrup and pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh my god! I'm a poet. I'm a poet. Tommy, I hurt for you. Um, <laughs> If only you could just burp like a normal person. But that's like the only time I ever have burped, and so like that's that's all I've ever known. <laughs> so this this is now a personal story. An well, that actually happened more. Yeah. Listen, it's, oh. yes. it's the struggles of the one percent. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm joking, um, Tommy. <laughs> I know, Chris. If you were a burp, what kind of burp would you be? Uh, a suppressed burp. Oh. The ones like, like your movie theater burps. You do those a lot. I've seen a lot of movies in theaters with you. And in the third act, you always do that. What? You suppressed this, burps? You do this like suppressed burp thing where like you're trying not to be rude in the movie theater. So you're very much like, <laughs> like you're whispering demonic sayings to yourself. You're Wait, Delta. You think, oh my you, gosh. You're you, Delta with the burp. You think I'm burping? Are you actually like <laughs> casting a curse on me? <laughs> Every time I watch Fast and the Furious, I'm trying to bring him back to life, damn it. Come back, Paul. Sarah, if you were a burp, what kind of burp would you be? I would be the kind of burp where you like try really hard to burp, like to try to annoy someone, but it just comes out like eh. <laughs> <laughs> The frog, you're, just, frog you're, like, you're just hissing at them. You just like say the word burp. <laughs> <laughs> that is probably where that word comes from, isn't burp. it? Yeah, I think it's like little kids trying to burp and it's kind of onomatopoeia. Burpy burpies. 
That's funny. Dana. I think for me, I, I just go back to my most satisfying burp, which is after having like a really nice, um, I don't know, like a latte or a cappuccino. And they give you that like glass of Topo Chico, um, that you can drink afterwards after a cappuccino and you just drink it. And then you're just like, okay, now I'm going to let out this burp. And it's going to be kind of like fragrantly coffee scented, but it's like really satisfying. Like after, after a nice, like, I don't know, bagel and, and cappuccino and then Topo Chico and then nice burp. That makes it sound nice. All of my burps just smell like vomit. (laughs) (laughs) Never know what it's like to get like a last bit of your meal. It's like, it's like, I don't know. Highbrow entertainment. My burps are either tiny or they sound like aliens coming out of me. <laughs> and that's, what, that's what paid top dollar. Just, I can't do it on command, though. It just happens sometimes and it's never convenient. So I think that brings us to a landing where I think if you listen to the show before, you're familiar with the FDI, which is the Fetish Danger Index. This is a uh, an academic way of looking at how dangerous a fetish may or may not be to your general psychology. As always, I want to preface it by saying that any fetish can be a one. Any fetish can be a five, meaning the most dangerous, if you are not in control of yourself or in control of your own emotions. And uh, anything up to even like a four can be practiced in some safe sense with the right amount of safeguards with the right amount of, uh, sanity. And of course with consent. Um, so that brings us to today. Burp so fetish. Tom, do you want to go last Tommy? Cause I know you're going to get this one like five, you know, a five is only for things that require unsimulated <laughs> cruelty against the creature that cannot give consent. So, <laughs> that's so, you, that's, so your experience at Chili's, right? <laughs> I felt I felt very attacked. Your chicken so, crispers. I was there with my chicken crispers, four diet cokes in, and I was behaving myself very well. And those ladies, they made me look rude. To <laughs> uh, one. It's unanimously a one. Actually, I did find this is ridiculous because um, I used to do this too. Um, shh. Um, there were there were people that I used to work with that used to use um, uh, what is it? Dry ice. They put dry ice in bottles of Coke, and that would like make it like extra, extra, extra super carbonated. And you're supposed to make sure that you let that dry ice like completely disintegrate before you drink it. Apparently, somebody drank it before it had completely disintegrated, and it like froze the. It's a, the, a Jägermeister had a uh, party a few years back where they threw a bunch of dry ice into a swimming pool, uh-huh. and uh, almost everyone at the party had to go to the hospital because they all jumped into a pool filled with dry ice and they got uh, frostbite. The yeah. dangers of burp fetishism, right? Yeah. Well, so, that's I don't more know. the dangers of dry ice fetishism. See, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So don't play with dry ice. In general, being an idiot. Um, yeah. definitely. I'm not going to call anyone out here, but they were drinking Jaeger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do not kink shame, but I'll Jaeger shame. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mr. Get Drunk on Fireball. <laughs> other than that, I'm going to say this is a one. Also, if you're really trying to force a burp, you might bust some, I don't know, blood vessels get, get in your hernia. Head. Oh. <laughs> It's and, a one, but like brush your teeth first, probably. I call yeah. nine, call nine one one. I swallowed too much air. <laughs> I would give this one a one as well. 
You don't but it, you breathe in your lungs, different tube. I have heard that if you drink Coke and Pop Rocks, your stomach will explode. So don't do that. Otherwise, if you do that, it's a five. <laughs> I think that about wraps up today, unless you guys want to go into uh, what we did not discuss thoroughly, but the idea of burping as a way of shaming someone in a BDSM, like the idea of a dom embarrassing I think sub. we did get into that a little bit. Yeah, it's, and if not, we'll address it. Really? We'll address it again from that kind of a standpoint, because I think we were addressing a different sort of fetish True. in terms of burping in this sense than it is burping as a sign of domination. What so. is that called when you dominate someone by, like, Embarrassing them, shaming them, like you put them in a silly costume. Oh, humiliation. humiliation, humiliation, humiliation. We should do an episode on humiliation. Yeah, we definitely will. <laughs> um, that brings us to uh, our opportunity to kind of thank some of our sponsors. Um, Tommy, do you want to mention your sponsor? Yeah, so we've got the Denton County Sticker Company. Who, after listening to an episode about people who like to come into burps, maybe they don't want their name associated with us anymore. But uh, hey, there's taking a risk. Um, and then next up, of course, this is the episode that drives them away. I'll, <laughs> I'll be surprised. They love the Sonic the Hedgehog episode. But yeah. then we get here. This is too far. <laughs> We're very grateful to them. We also have Midway Craft House. They've been very good to us. I've mentioned it extensively in previous episodes. And we'll continue to mention them in, pre- in future previous ghosts of future Christmas past. Go to that place if you're in Denton. Book a show there. They're great. We also have a new sponsor. I, this is news to me. I'm very excited. They're called Pint Services. Oh, it's screen printing and laser etching. Vinyl stickers. Tap handles. They're, now, the, uh, they're like the umbrella company of uh, the Dickin, Dick, Denton Counters. The Dickin. Dickens. Denton. County Sticker Company. Denton County uh, Bible Church. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about this company. I've just seen the car for the first time, but I can assure you they're like the top quality product. They're awesome. the best you can get. They're they the same. Stickers. Like, yeah, they made our stickers. So um, it's pretty neat how they all kind of work together, but we're actually going to have some signs made by them. So that's really awesome. Yeah. So, um, so definitely check out all of our sponsors and check um, out FestiCast. Yeah. Check out FestiCast. And um, B-Movie Deathmatch. And B-Movie Deathmatch. And uh, if you like this show, please leave us uh, a rating and uh, send us reviews. shit. We also want some feedback. What do you think about these fetishes that we're discussing on here? Um, do you think that we could add some more information? Do you have suggestions for future episodes? Um, definitely send us a message on Facebook, Twitter, uh, you name it. Reach us uh, and we'll definitely take it into consideration. Yeah, I really want to have like a special like segment at the ending of every episode where we have like corrections like newspapers do. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. If we've missed anything, send us like... Here's what here's what you did wrong. Here's what you skipped over. Except except well, I'm not going to speak for anyone else. I kind of half ass my research. I really just watch some Pornhub and read like a couple like pop poppy psychology articles. So you're I'm an asshole. Yes, normal everyday life. Yes, thank you. Um, so if we get something wrong and you felt like we misrepresented you in some way or we said something that offended you, please Call us let out. us know. Yeah, send us a letter and we will put it in the in the episode saying like, hey, we got this wrong. Hey, we left this out. Hey, here's another segment because. Even though this is episode 10, congratulations, by the way, to everybody. Mm-hmm. We're going to revisit all of our past 10 fetishes because they're going to keep coming up because sex is this giant amorphous thing. Uh, that's everything. Finally, next week, join us for sexual piercing. Ooh, painful. I'm bummed I'm going to miss this one. <laughs> uh, you're going to go be in New York, Seattle. Mm, Seattle. Mm-hmm. New Seattle. The Opposite Seattle they coast. built in the ocean. <clears throat> I'm done.